Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids or wives and nine to fives, but we are still married to the games. One, two, nine. That is right. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, with Tim Router and Timothy Hall, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is 5.30 in the morning, like every week, and it feels like it is 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) 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 5.29, Gabe. 5.29. Let's be realistic here. Oh, my gosh. Timothy Hall. Oh, nice. What is going down, brethren? So ever since heading back to work, like I've enjoyed having the weekends back and like being able to relax. So of course this last weekend we did pretty much everything we could possibly do in one weekend. Nice. Really? Oh boy. Uh, Saturday morning we went to the flea market. Uh, hey, I was there too. No, oh, awesome. I almost called, I almost called you to see if you were there. Oh man. We were trying to be really fast. We just jumped down there to see one thing and then we had to get going. But. Oh, cool. Um, what Listen did you, to you, did you stop by a little... the game guy? Yeah, um, yes. The, the guy who is it like right when you walk in, he's like four people deep. Are you talking about inside the buildings or outside? Oh no, my, this guy was outside. Is there a guy inside? Yeah, they, there's a guy inside, but he, I think he sold off a lot of his stuff recently. The guy outside though is great. Yeah. He still has like the, he has the Genesis and all that and like, oh yeah, big he has plastic everything. Ziploc baggies. Oh yeah. Yep. That's the guy. Listen to this cute little couple going flea market shopping together. <laughs> <laughs> together, but separate. Together, but separate. And That's his, right. pr- his in the prices night. aren't too bad. So no, I almost, I almost, I wanted to buy everything. If his stuff wasn't so dirty, I would have bought it. Yeah. Some of the stuff is okay. Like it, some of it is a little bit weird, like a copy of, you know, a link to the past with the label basically gone. Yeah, no, and it, it was only like ten dollars under retail. I was like, mm. he had a Super Nintendo that I really wanted to buy, but it was so dirty that I was like, that's okay. It's covered with his mom's spaghetti sauce. <laughs> <laughs> my that's my brother gave me one, and there's like some kind of some kind of cleaner you can use on your retro consoles that just ma- makes them look basically brand new. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I think it was called like Retro Bright or something. It's some that kind of make cleaner. Sense. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. We we basically have a brand new Super Nintendo, and it's not okay, one of the ones that turns that green. Mm-hmm. Those are weird. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Anyway, yeah, we visited there. I checked out the retro game stuff. I passed by a card dealer. This, this dude, I've seen this dude before. He sells like new in box uh, card packs from like eighties, nineties, oh, like, with with the gum in yes. them. Oh my Tom's gosh, gum. that's amazing! Oh, which by the way, I used to love those back in the day. Oh yeah, and that's where you took that picture. Yeah, that's where you yeah. took the picture. Yeah, for freaking um, growing pains, trading cards, unbelievable. That did you get them? Please tell me you got them. I'll get them next time. I've, oh, I've you let the them. whole community down. The whole community just went, oh. <laughs> I have seen them a couple times, but I will say, like, that is once once you've collected everything else, it's it's okay to buy those. Oh, yeah. And I tweeted out about them, and uh, Gavin Hammond said, you could almost buy those. Right. <laughs> you said, yeah, because your tweet said, you almost have to, right? He said, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, that was gun great. packs were like everywhere during that time, uh, too. Like there was gun packs for everything. 
The gum was always stale. Like even oh, if it was horrible. brand new, horrible. Like brand new card packs just put out gum. Terrible. <laughs> well, was the gum wrapped inside the no card pack? It was always, gum it was always had that white free. powder. It always had that white anthrax powder coating uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible, man. As soon as you popped it in, you felt like you were eating chalk. You took yeah. a few. You took a few bites, and then it lost all of its flavor, and then you spit it out. Yeah, pretty that's much. That's really funny. <laughs> That's pretty much That's what it was. Uh, I mean, I looked forward to it back in the day. But, oh, heck uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's so funny. And they were they were always in wax packs. So. I don't know. Yeah. Did they oh, ever put gum gosh. in like the regular, uh, like the uh, aluminum packs or the aluminum inside packs? The, the aluminum? No, I don't think so. I think they were always open on the inside. I, I feel like, yeah, right. Well, right they were, they were you, always in right the wax you, card packs, though, I think. Right when you would open up the card pack, I feel like the gum would like fall out on the floor. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, five, five second rule. Five second rule. <laughs> yeah. it, it was a project. If you wanted the gum, you had to open it over a table or something. Yes, you did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause it I would, do remember that. Cause sometimes like you'd like stretch and like end up shaking your arms a little bit and then the, the package explodes and then the, the gum was, flies yeah, out yeah, of it. It was a wrap. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I that, bet if you ate that gum now, you'd probably die. Probably. Like or 20, could, 20 or, year old card pack. Or, we or, always would, test it. Or would you live forever? <laughs> ah. Hey, there's a secret. <laughs> there's a secret. It's a fountain of youth inside yeah, 80s yeah, gum pack cards. Growing pains, oh, trading card gum. <laughs> oh, okay. Rabbit hole. Keep going. Yeah, I would what? love to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Krista and I, we aren't really into the UFC that much, but there's this one girl who fights. Oh, yeah. Who is undefeated which there were two of them in the ufc that were undefeated until saturday yep right ronda rousey mm-hmm. dude is 14 ridiculous. seconds 14 <laughs> dude, <you> seconds. <laughs> oh i'm sorry no, I, was, I was gonna say we went we went to watch the fight and thank god we didn't buy it but we went to watch the fight and we're like oh okay this could be pretty pretty awesome because basically yes. she's equally matched somebody else who's undefeated is going up yeah. against her yep yeah the girl runs at Rhonda. Rhonda basically tries to throw like a flying knee. Yeah. It's like she basically grabs her and does like, I don't know, some kind of judo move and finishes the match in 14 seconds. And it yeah, was the called, saddest thing I've ever seen. It's called an arm bar. Yeah. yeah arm bar. So she gets her I, an arm bar where the, you know, I'm saying her, she did like a reversal and then she did, went to the arm bar. Yeah. Which yeah like kind of rolled yeah, over. It was, it was amazing. Oh my gosh. It that was, was so ridiculous. That girl was so mad too, uh, dude. <laughs> I, f- I felt so bad for you. I mean, you, you I train and you train and you train and you train and you train. I mean, it was almost as bad as watching freaking uh, Kimbo Slice when he joined UFC. I was yes. like, yeah, here comes Kimbo Slice, and then nope, there, there he goes. <laughs> and then a guy does like a, a falling back left hook and catches him on the button. Yep. I was like, oh well. Well, so it was Kimbo Slice's career, yeah. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is May second, Pacquiao Mayweather. It better be nothing Dude. like 14 seconds, and I don't think, I don't think it will at all. I, I'll I think, be so bad if it's. Not, I will be, I mean, people will be pissed. I, I will think, be so pissed. I don't think anyone is going to purchase the next pay per view event with Ronda on the ticket because <laughs> yeah. she had like what? What was it? Her last three matches. They said it on the event that her last three matches have totaled like a minute 20 seconds. Yeah, I tell you what, Jack. People watch plenty of Mike Tyson fights that lasted. That's very true. <laughs> it's very true. It's just crazy. I, I 
like like I said, we we just couldn't believe it. I mean, we watched all the the uh, matches beforehand, and we knew none of the all people the build up, right? Of yeah. course, and all the build up for fourteen seconds. We were like, well, that was here comes Ronda, Ronda, <laughs> Ronda. Hey, where did you uh, watch the fight? Uh, friend's house. Nice. Uh, I love yeah, that. felt real bad. <laughs> 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 they had this amazing spread, and I was like, "Hey, it's a great fight night." And fourteen seconds, okay, bye. I think, I think it was, I think it was sixty dollars, maybe. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, That's how, all, how much all those things are. Krista yeah. just leans over. She's like, "Go start the car." <laughs> <laughs> they go start the car. UFC needs a subscription plan like WWE has because I think if you pay like ten bucks a month, I think you get everything, like all the pay per views included, or something. Oh really? Yeah, I, I think did, people yeah. would feel less bad about it. We saw like a lot of people giving her hate on uh, Instagram after the fight. They were like, "Come on, fourteen seconds!" <laughs> You're like, "I am well, never buying a pay per view again." <laughs> I know, right? You're like, you get in there and see how often you want to get punched in the face. If you can avoid getting punched in the face, that's got to be the best feeling as a fighter. Like, I just fought, won a bunch of money, and didn't even get punched in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was like, she like, didn't even break a sweat. Yeah, they were they were interviewing her and they were like, you know, are you, you know, how, how do you feel about like disappointing your fans with like the length lengths of all of your fights? They were like, the last three of your fights were like a minute twenty total. And she was like, honestly, it makes my career longer because I don't, you know, get hit in the face. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Exactly what right. kind of question so, is that? Oh my gosh, craziness. of course. Uh, moving over to Sunday night, we went and saw Lights at Rocket Town. She puts on a pretty good show. Who Lights? The artist? I don't, I don't artist, know what that like, is. The artist formerly known as Lights? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the artist formerly known as Valerie. She got her name legally changed to Lights, but she puts on a pretty good show. Really? Yeah. Nice. I've never heard of that before. Uh, I'd say check out her newest album. It's pretty good. Okay. Sweet. Uh, other than, shows. Other than that, that, I'm almost finished with Infamous Second Son. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm on the last part. Delson. Uh, but last night I was uh, helping Krista with some of her stuff, so I didn't get a chance to finish it just yet. But I'll definitely be done with it, and I'll definitely hop into the order and probably finish it in the same sitting, I imagine. Probably. <laughs> Depends on how much time you got. If, on I don't, if I don't look at any items, does that help? Because um, you don't have to look really. at any items at all, right? It's not. That's not what slows you down. No, not oh, at all. It's just the cutscenes. Yeah. It's the cinematics, yeah. Oh, boy. You'll like um, it. Awesome. Is that it? That's it. Hall, uh, router. Sorry. Oh, yes, sir. So, uh, let's see. I went flea market shop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, nice. I didn't see you guys there. Are you cheating on me? Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. So what happened this past? You guys weren't over by the other guy, the electronics guy. <laughs> Uh, what happened? Um, I had another allergy attack. <laughs> yeah, hey. that's what I'm talking about. At 10 o'clock uh, at night on a Sunday. Who the heck does uh, that? Uh, so, uh, on Monday, I was like, all right, that's it. I had, I had my bottle of uh, prednisone, the steroid that my allergist gave me. And, and I've just been kind of holding off on it just to be like, okay, let's just see how this goes with, cause I've been not taking anything right now just to oh, see really? like for the past three weeks. And I've been okay. I mean, I still, sound congested i'm i am congested in the morning but it's not bothering me and then sunday night rolls around and i get an allergy attack so i'm like all right screw it so now i'm on steroids and i feel fantastic um, i bet I, it's and i'm starting to sound a lot better and better so feeling like a rod yeah, exactly so oh. the idea is i have polyps in my nose so the prednisone will shrink them down and then i've got these after that 
after I'm done with that, then I have these nose drips that I have to use, and that should hopefully get rid of them. Really gross, and it's oh, a lot okay. of fun. So um, that's You should that. just have the Nasonex B follow you around. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, uh, let's see. What else is happening? Um, oh, I'm uh, I'm on the gaming front. Uh, I finished the order, and uh, in one week, I think that was a record for me for any game that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. And and my overall verdict is, and I don't know if we want to talk about this later too, is I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. That's and awesome. I don't care that it was short. I thought mm-hmm. it is probably one of the most beautiful games I've seen. Like, dude, it looks stellar. And that's it, for sure. And I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking that Red uh, Ready at Dawn probably didn't necessarily need to focus on the gameplay, the combat and everything. I think they were they were really trying to push just, hey, this is what the PS4 can do. And this is what it looks like. And I think mm-hmm. they were going more for an artistic style. And I'm hoping that as they hopefully continue this franchise, they're going to start diving into more like not just it's going to look beautiful, but. You know, here's some more incredible gameplay, maybe less cinematics, more gameplay. But I didn't care. I was watching and playing a movie and I loved it. So, yeah. so haters going to hate and that's fine. But I really, really love this. And like I said, I think this this has the potential to be the next Uncharted um, or at least can replace the Uncharted series once it's done, because I think it's that good. And and, you know, they could do I'm thinking they could do the order and then another year. You know, so, right. you know, we can we can continue to see this going on and, and they set it up so that we can continue to see this going on. So, yeah, did you stay around for after the credits? Oh, yeah. Mid credit scene? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I was super excited about that game. And now I'm sitting around and I'm like, well, shoot, what do I have left to play? So this week, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of worried about what's next. Yeah, me too. But I found this amazing game that everybody should play. Oh geez, and it's called taxes because <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing right now. So uh, I haven't I haven't touched anything, and I've just been doing taxes. I have a meeting with my accountant on Monday, so it's it's always so cathartic to go through all this process and just be like, okay, uh, here's all the money that I that I made, and here's the, all the money that was gone and left, and right, and uh, and now I have nothing. So it's awesome. Let me see. What else did I do this week? Uh, I got an iPhone 6. We upgraded finally, which was really, really cool. Ooh. And uh, I super love this phone, man. It's really nice. It's it's really slick. I didn't go for the plus because I didn't want to be wearing an iPad around. Um, <laughs> you get and, used to it real fast. Do you have the plus? Yes. Yeah, he does. You do? Oh, wow. I love it. Yeah. But uh, we just went with the sixes. So uh, I'm really loving that. And it's a great phone. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just taxes work and new iPhones and finishing the order. But here's the thing. I really, seriously, I have no clue what I want to play next. And, and Matt Lighty's on me, like, got to go back to Halo. And I'm like, do I have to really? <laughs> I mean, when you look at the release schedule, unless you want to, uh, unless you want to play like final fantasy 10. So here's what, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't that, think so. so here's what I'm, thinking. I'm, th- I'm thinking there's a couple options. Should I play dying light dragon age, yes. dragon age yes. inquisition, uh, Sunset Overdrive, or you know what? I'll leave it up to the community. Seven hundred two Fantasy Ten streaming. No, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the other idea is I might do a video series called The Reluctant Gamer, and just uh, the Reluctant Gamer plays Halo, and I'm, <laughs> and that, we could have exactly. some fun with that. I mean, you'll hear me be like at five o'clock in the morning going, "Really, really, I'm dying over this." Really, <laughs> yeah, like I have no idea where I'm going. I don't know what I'm uh, doing. 
Do I have to keep playing this game? So I don't know. 702-703-MTTG. Call me up and tell me what I should play because I really have yes, no idea. I love and that. I'm just kind of, That's I may perfect. even go back to the order and try and platinum it at this point. So is that it for you, Router? That's it for me, brother. How about you? How is your week? I understand you are heading back on the road this weekend. Go. Yes, I leave tonight. Back on on the road again. Dum, 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 dum. Can't wait to get on the road again. Oh, wow. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we head for Lafayette, Louisiana tonight. And then um, we're going to Texas. Nice. Hopefully and you won't so get that storm that we're supposed to have tonight. Exactly. So mm-hmm. hopefully I'm going to warmer weather. And then New Orleans. So it's Louisiana, Texas, Texas, Louisiana. Nice. So don't ask me who does these things, but I hope Nashville um, gets shut down again. I, bet it, I <laughs> guarantee you it will. In the in the month of March, it's usually Crazy. sixty degrees in March. Yeah, that's it not, was yesterday. That's, that's not necessarily weird. true. Some of our storms, uh, some of the the snowstorms that we got for the entire winter were in March, but mm-hmm. several years ago. years ago, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, headed back out. We're almost done painting the ceilings and you know how you feel you're doing a project and it's just strenuous. And then at the last little bit, you find out the trick. Yes. Oh, (laughs) oh, that sucks. (laughs) So I found out the trick for painting your ceilings. You reach the level cap. Yeah, exactly. Too late. The trick is not painting your ceilings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because it doesn't make a difference, does it? Oh my gosh. I can't find out a way to do it better. Yeah. And so it just hurts and is hard. And when your ceilings are tall, (laughs) Gabe's shoulders are going to be like Hulk shoulders. That's all you got. (laughs) It's all you can do. So, you know, what the heck? Anyway, um, beat, uh, the order 1886 this week, got it from Redbox. So I think I paid. $19, $19, which is probably, uh, that's, that's probably, it's probably worth $20. Well, it's not worth $20. It's probably, it's, but it is a bargain game. It's gotta be like, and I don't understand all the hate, like router was saying, like, like, I don't know how you give that game a four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or a five. Um, I do understand how you would give it a seven and a half. Don't you think, Router? That's totally fair. I think that's totally fair. But just to, and maybe we talk about this because I know we've got a few questions about this too. It's just, yeah, I think it's a little too nitpicky and too over the top. Yeah, I think people are being a little extra on it because maybe because it's sixty dollars. Like if it was forty dollars, I think it would have gotten eights and nines. You know, I can understand that to to a lot of people, this is probably a extended or expanded DLC. And I think that's why they're upset because this is a, this is a quote, triple a game, but it's so short that it really could pass for an extended DLC. The, like probably the amount of gameplay that you actually yeah. play would probably right. be a, a DLC or something like that. But right. Cause know, here's man. the thing. I beat it in six and a half hours, probably a little under six and a half hours. And looking at like, if you go on YouTube and look at like, just show me the cutscenes as a movie. Yeah. It's like over two and a half hours worth of cutscenes. Yeah. That's a lot of cutscenes when the whole game is only six and a half hours. And that's yep. a long, that's a long playthrough. Some people say they beat it in five hours, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. then now you're starting to dip into half the time is in the cinematics. This is ready at dawn's like first lead platform title, right? Cause I think before, didn't they only do like a PSP game maybe? 
I don't remember. I don't know, man. You, it seems like, I mean, seems like going into this game, since they didn't have a lot of experience, they said, well, we're not going to beat X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z on story, but let's do something that looks stunning so that we can at least have the best and, looking game. Exactly. And that's what I, and that's Maybe. what I was saying too, is that it's, you know, I think that's exactly what Ready at Dawn was focusing on. It was not necessarily the gameplay, but just, uh, a reflection of, hey, this is this is how good we can push this with with this these new consoles. I mean, the games look it, incredible. It is, it is really truly beautiful looking. I mean, it is crystal clear. The shadowing, the textures, everything about it is spot on. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm definitely excited to see more. You know, if if they do another game and it's the exact same, they thing, have to do another one. Yeah, they have to. If they do and another I'll play one, it. exactly. And I'll buy it, and I will play. It and I will play it if they do the same thing that they did with the order with all these cutscenes. Then I'll be like, okay, guys, let's let's get into a little more meat and potatoes. Yeah, you here. set your foundation, right? Let's play a video game. And I think that's I think that's fine because you know any if you think of think about it, any first game in a franchise always had something. You know, there's always something wrong with it, and so you yeah, just you got to learn. You live and learn. You just yeah, learn as you go. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited for them, and I think. Um, I don't think this I, this IP is going away anytime soon. So, kudos to mm. them. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, also beat First Light, the DLC from. Uh, Dude, you're crushing it this week, man! <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I had that one kind of pinged and ready to go. Like, all right, when I you know because I jumped off it to get the or- to play the order 1886, and I was like, man, I wonder how far I am from the end of First Light. Oh, there's the end of First Light. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> and so that was, that was really cool. It's to, pretty much the same gameplay off. elements. Yes. And it feels so great. Oh, oh, I love that. Cool. Cause that's, that was my only thing about 1886. Like I, I, one of the nitpicky things for me was the gunplay. Like it was still solid, but it just jumped a lot. And so I felt like I was like shooting all over the place. I was like, ah, oh, pow, 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 ow, oh, yeah. pow, pow. And so, <laughs> yeah. um, like just the recoil was very like, was very much present. Yeah. And, uh, did you have a but, go-to gun? Uh, you know what? It's funny. I didn't. And I, I feel like that's part of the whole, the gameplay is not that long. Yeah. And so I felt like I never dialed in my favorite gun. I like, you know, I would just pick up whatever had bullets. Right. And keep <laughs> exactly. it going. Exactly. Um, and that was the other thing I didn't like. And I know I'm sounding like I'm bashing it, but, um, I thought it was great, but, uh, I don't like when you have, like, say there's ammo for the gun that you have laying on the floor. You can't just run over it and pick it up. Yeah. Like, you have, you to, have to run over it, stop, hold it, down triangle for, yeah. like, half a second, then keep going. Yeah. And so in the middle of a firefight, that was really annoying hmm. to have to, like, go over here, find. And, and I feel like you couldn't see it necessarily. Like, maybe yeah. the same gun you had was laying on the ground. And you have to run over to the gun. Make sure it was the right gun. Then hold triangle. Then try to get back in the we're, cover or something. We're like spoiled that. with Far Cry Four. That's the yeah. Thing. I think that's and, what it is because we can just run over it. And Uncharted right. had that too. If you wanted to pick up ammo, you had to hold triangle. That's why. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think this is so much like Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely Uncharted. Uh, Last of Us esque. Yes. Like when it comes to its gameplay. It's like a steampunk uncharted, basically. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> exactly. But man, it really does look good. Like there was, it, it, it's rare that I say in a game like seven different times, like, dang, that looks good. I've said it out. I said it out loud at 530 in the morning. I'm like, wow. I was like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. Jenny was sitting there for a lot of it and 
and I was like, this looks really good, right, babe? She, it, you know, she begrudgingly peeks up and yeah, it's like, looks up, yeah. She was like, actually, uh, yeah, look, that look, looks really good. I'm like, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and then, uh, and then freaking, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but got that doggone crossing roads and I shouldn't have done it. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. Shouldn't have done it, man. No, man, you got to do it. And I hate when I'm late to the game like this. Like this game's been out for a minute and I'm like, oh, it is fun. Yeah, the last horse crosses the finish line. Yep. What about Crossing Roads? Y'all been playing Crossing Roads? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this yeah, weekend I downloaded, uh, Candy Crush. Have you guys played that? <laughs> <Yeah. before? laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm on level 17. It's yeah, awesome. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Crossing back road, what's your road. high score? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, it's awful. I like 170 something. Awesome. Like, like I'm just starting. So I'm, I, I obviously can feel that that's no kind of high score at all. That game what's, makes what's you yours? Really so I have nervous. something to. I think it some, does. It's yours, so I have something to live. To I think mine was like at. 231. Maybe. Uh, dude, that's okay. so funny. Mine's like right around there too. 234, yeah. 231, something like that. I can't, I can't <laughs> take the anxiety once you start getting really high. Exactly. No, like, no, uh, you start to stress out. My hands start shaking. And if you stay too long, you get, I don't know if you've experienced this yet, oh, yeah. Jay, but if you sit too long, you get picked up by a vulture. It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, like that's great. Like hawk comes by, it's like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah it's, hawk. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so, it's such a clever, like just the small little minor details that they put in there. Oh yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's What's so What's your cool. favorite character to, to cross the road as? Um, I don't, I like, kind of like them all. I've, I've been the frog right now. Um, yeah, but there's also, I think I unlocked something and shoot, I can't remember what it was. I think mine is the basketball player. Yeah. I like him too. He's great. Yeah, like just his, <laughs> his extra animation is fun. And then the robot that shoots the cars is fun. Yeah. There's, it's, it's really clever. That's Epoch. Funny. I think I played as the cow. I can't remember. Cow's good. Cow's good. Nice. Have you played as the flea yet? It's really hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's so small, It's so right? small. I'm like, ah, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> I like Dracula, too. Dracula was yeah. fun. Because he turns into a bat every now and then. It's a great game. Great game. All right. Shall we? Router. Yeah. You got it? I got it. Well, let's go. All right, new releases this week. Not a whole lot to speak of, uh, but the the big one, Resident Evil Revelations 2 Episode 2 Contemplation, released for the mm. PS3, PS4, 360, and Xbox One and PC. Contemplation, is this a good game? Is this a good game? <laughs> Contemplation if you've should made haul- it that far, you probably know. Right. Contemplation <laughs> should haul play Resident Evil Revelations 2. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Out, I might check it out. It looks pretty good. I mean... I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS coming out for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. We have Scream Ride. Yeah. And then, uh, for the PS4, PS3. Have you guys watched reviews on Scream Ride? They have absolutely no description of Scream Ride. Hmm. It's weird. Like, I watched the review and I was like, and IGN rated it really high. And I was like, wait, what do you do? And so it's kind of like you can ride, you can build roller coasters, demolish towns. And build and uh, something else, and then and rebuild it, them. It felt very mm. strange. I didn't get why the reviewer loved it so much. Hmm. 
All right. Well, did moving they, on. Did they mention Roller Coaster Tycoon at all in the review? No, because it's not like a theme park thing. It's more like a it's just a de- demolishing towns and it's a death coaster building roller coasters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right, there you have it. Uh, and then uh, follow up with Hell Divers for the PS4, PS3, and Vita. Uh, and then let's move on to the charts. I do have the charts for uh, week of uh, Valentine's weekend, uh, weekend and week. So February fourteenth. This is U.S. brick and mortar stores. Uh, oh, wow, it's two weeks back. Yeah, right? it's it's they're they are not catching up. So I don't, know, I don't know what's yeah. going on over there. Number 10, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire for the 3DS. Fine, it, it is actually, this is like the first drop off of the top five that we've seen. Yeah, so, that's right. Number nine, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the PS4. What? Number eight, Dying Light for the PS4. There you have it. Number seven, GTA 5 for the Xbox One. Number six, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the Xbox One. Number five, GTA five for the PS4. Wow. No, number four, Evolve PS4 debut. So that week was when Evolve debuted. What? Number hmm. three, Evolve. That's I, low, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did uh, 125,000 units for the PS4. And then number three is Evolve for the Xbox One, which did 139,000 units. Hmm. Uh, number two, and this is why it got bumped. Number two, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for the 3DS. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And number one, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask Majora's 3D Mask. for the 3DS. Dude, all right, so here so it is. That must have been launch week for the... That must have been launch exactly. week and for the new 3DS. So, The Legend of Zelda, 352,000 units. Woo-wee! And then the number two spot, Monster Hunter 4, 183,000 units. So Zelda is is alive and kicking right now. And Majora's Mask, am I wrong? And uh, I'm gonna somebody's gonna get mad at me saying this. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, set it up. Yeah. yeah, that's a remake or no? Yes, yes, it is right from yeah. way, it's way from, back in the day. It's a Nintendo 64 game. 64, right? It okay. was kind of late in the console's life cycle, so I think a lot of people might have missed it. Yeah, I didn't play Zelda at all growing up, so I missed anything Zelda that came out, but. Um, it's just so interesting how good Nintendo does with all these remakes. If anybody says that Nintendo is slacking in the way of games, you can we we are constantly talking about 3DS games, especially 3DS. I know, games. but are we ever talking about anything brand new? It's all like the same. It's, yeah, the it's usual all re-releases. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I know. I have to say they they you know they're going back to the well with good games, and I, I just don't see a problem with that. You like, know, yeah, yeah I mean, you can't games fault them. and a you lot of people them. slept on them and they went back and fixed things too. Like with the re-release of, um, uh, the, or- the, uh, Ocarina the order, time. <laughs> <laughs> the order 1886 <laughs> with, the, with the re-release of the, uh, Ocarina of time, they fixed some of the nitpicky things that were, you know, wrong with the N64 version. So mm-hmm. I can't you- fault them for that. So I just feel like I would love for them to come out with like, and maybe they have, and I just missed it, but like, the new Just IP. that new great, yeah, freaking yep. thing. Yep. Golly. No, I'm with you on it. But do you do you think that that what they're doing is kind of rebuilding their audience with these games? Because a lot of it, I'm sure, a lot of it is people picking it up for nostalgia purposes and not necessarily knowing, like, and like a new gamer like myself wouldn't necessarily know what it is, but maybe because my friend has played it back in the day, I'd pick it up. You I know? think that's they're what winning. I'm wondering. I think they're winning on both fronts because they're 
uh, getting people to check out these games for the first time, and they're giving fans what they want. Yeah, that's true. I think it works out both ways. Yeah. They're still crushing it, man. Yeah, they are. Gracious. That's Paul? a wrap. Uh, let's see. What do we want to start with? Unreal Engine 4 is going free. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. That's pretty cool. The game engine that's intended for AAA projects released to early adopters last year with a subscription-based model plus a royalty of 5%. And they mm. now have announced that the cost of entry is nothing, but commercially commercially released projects will incur a 5% royalty fee on sales above 3000 per product per quarter. There you go. Oh, uh, wow. The company's overall plan was to get it onto more developer machines. So I this model does exactly that. Because basically, it looks if, you're, if you're a student or if it's you're smart. just getting into game development, you can get it for free. So, man, that's super smart. I, I can't tell you how smart that is. I think that's gonna. I think we're gonna. That's like we may not see the effects of that right now, but like ten, fifteen years down the road, mm. we're gonna see that that probably was a is a great. Yeah, because how long thing. was Unreal Engine three out? It was out for forever before this came. I think out, it was right? out for a good. Well, it's been out since maybe oh four or oh five. Yeah, that's been pretty cool. Time. And there were maybe thousands of games developed on Unreal Engine 3. It's at least you felt like that's all you heard was Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine, oh, Unreal yeah. Engine. Well, it's it's I, I've kind of mentioned this on previous podcasts. Once you get a community kind of surrounding a platform, uh, you have a lot of people to talk to if you need some help with something. It's, it's right. open source, isn't it? Uh, it's not open source, but I think. Or I don't think it's open source anyway, mm. but basically so. they um they have a community of teams using this product. So you know you have people to talk to. Like say you're working at developer A and you need some assistance with something. You know you can you have hundreds of people to talk to. Whereas right. if you're working on kind of an exclusive engine, you really only you have to ask yourself the question. Yeah. Well, and yeah. now that it's made such a name for itself. You know what I'm saying? The Unreal Engine sells itself at this point. I think, yeah, like, I think that's exciting. I think, and that's really smart because that's bringing up a new generation of developers. And, uh, I think we'll, we're going to see developers like really push the limits of this engine, which is really mm-hmm. cool. It's really exciting. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, I wanted to talk about, so I'm not exactly sure where these numbers came from. I forgot to, uh, look it up, but they were saying that, uh, the app store in 2014 had about 500 new iOS games and 250 Android games appear in their markets every 24 hours. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. 500 every day. Wow. So, and, and it was funny that you guys brought up that, that we talked about Crossy Road because I want to talk about those guys because they've made Ten million dollars now, mm-hmm. and how do you think that this happens? That Crossy Road or Flappy Bird or these games like end up making it through all the muck in the mire? Because you got to think like we already know that the App Store is flooded with crappy games, but how do those good games make it through? It's just I think it's it's a combination of a few things. It's just I mean it's like with anything else, it's content if if they've come up with something that's kind of universally appeals to, you know, just a, people's way of, of doing things, of, of playing games, if you are a gamer, uh, it, it, you just, I think it just kind of rises above anyway of from all the crap. And then what ends up happening is somebody like Hall 
would say, you know, hey, I've been playing this game Crossy Roads and like I'm on the app store. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember Hall was saying something about that. Oh, yeah, it's free. Great. I'll download it. Oh, yeah, I'll start playing it. Oh, yeah, it's five o'clock in the morning now and I'm still playing this, you know. <laughs> so like it's that it's a it's a natural organic progression. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't happen with every game. And I think that's the problem. A lot of people are like, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. But if it doesn't appeal, if it doesn't have an easy way of doing things and it doesn't necessarily appeal to the common human, you know, functionality of a, of a person. Yeah. You know, I mean, how easy it is for Crossroads just to tap, 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 move, tap, tap, tap. I mean, it's great. There's no major yeah. tutorials. There's, you know, everything is very simple. And I look at a lot of these games. Everything is very, very simple. There's no crazy interface. There's no tons of things that you have to try and figure out right. as you go along. Like how, I, how, how much of it do you think is in, I mean, obviously respects to Crossy Roads, respect to Candy Crush, but how much of it do you think is, feels like a familiar reskinning of something you've already played? Well, yeah. And that's what helps it rise through the ranks. I mean, that's, you know what I, mean? I think you nailed it right on the head. You actually. take a tried and tried and true formula yep. and you adapt it and people are going to jump on. And, and, and the fact that it's free too, yeah. because there's, if there's no buy-in, you know, you download it and you play it for a couple minutes, decide it's not for you. You know, you're not out anything. Yeah. But I mean, they got right. you to try it. So. I mean, if I have to see another game of war ad somewhere, like that's making Lord me just not, not going, want to play that <laughs> yeah. game at all. I have no Seriously. desire to play that game just not because I'm, at, I'm, I'm, anno- I'm annoyed at how much marketing they've done for it. And meanwhile, Crossy Roads is just silently making $10 million. Boom. <laughs> right. You know, that, I think that is awesome. And that's because, and you want to know why? Because it's not forced. It's very organic. Right. And, um, and I think you hit it right on the head, Gabe, that, that most of these developers are taking a concept or something that you probably grew up with Frogger, you know, Bejeweled, what have you uh, for Candy Crush and, and just kind of tweaked it a little bit. And then you're like, Oh yeah, I remember something like this. Oh, this is so much better than the original kind of a thing, you know? Right. Exactly. So it's kind of taking something and modernizing it, which I think is a great idea. But, but a lot of it, I think for me is, it's in a, it's a, should be a very natural, organic feel. It should feel like, oh, I really enjoy this game. And then you tell somebody else about it, and that's how it goes. Like, well, trivia. the game will make you tell somebody. You know, if you run out of lives and it's like, tell three people and get three lives. I, I, that's do crazy. I don't so. even do that, though. That's the funny thing. Like, I don't even do that. Like, yeah, with, well, well, Crossy Roads doesn't even force that. Nope. That's what's weird. It doesn't. No, I mean, well, the well, funny what, no. is it, what is it force when you run out of lives? You don't run out of lives. You, you just keep going. Yeah, you, you just do. keep going. No. I can't remember if you do or not. No, I mean, if you run out of coins, you can't get any more gifts or anything. But you know what else I think was really clever with Crossy Roads was the fact that you could share a picture of you being smashed by a, a car. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that, really. That might have helped, actually. That, yeah, it's, yeah. That's really but clever. Any of clever. the share features help. And then once you get into the chart, like the charts don't change very often. Yeah, I'm so sure. So like once you chart on iOS, like it's you stay there for quite a while. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it, it's one of those things where, and I think you're right. I think what happens is people will like go to the app store, look at the top 10, like look at the top lists. And that's because that's exactly what I did. I just ended up downloading like three games last night. One of them mm-hmm. was uh, Agent Alice, Agent Alice, which is, which, oh, Gabe, yeah. Gabe, I actually think you'd like it because it's kind of like a, uh, the room, what was it? The room, room the room. I yeah. mean, cause you have to search for things and it's kind of a detective series, but even that to me was really busy and very confusing and you have time limits and all this stuff. And I went back hmm. to crossy roads for a little bit and I'm like, this is just so much easier. 
So I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just the same thing with anything else. Like how many movies come out every week? How many albums come out every week? Like what rises to the fold and you know, what prevails? Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that kind of, uh, uh, that I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it just, it will strike a chord with, with you and it's relevant and it's just, it's good content. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to nice. promote Gabe's point that, yeah, I mean, we see familiar gameplay elements in a lot of these games. That oh, go yeah. Viral. oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like even Flappy Bird, I feel like even though I hadn't played maybe that except maybe in Jetpack Joyride, like obviously it was the hey, exact baby. same thing. Well, when you got to the, you remember you can get that super where you're that bird and you have to tap the screen and flap it. Like that's how you stayed up in the air. That was Jetpack Joyride. I had already done that. But, um, that had that Mario Brothers tubes in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you were like, Oh, look at the Mario Brother tubes. <laughs> like I, for me, when I first played it, for some reason it didn't, it didn't grab me, but I was always waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And nothing ever happened. I was like, Oh, am I going to get to a clearing or get to a nope? You know, mm-hmm. the scene's going to change more, more tubes. Yeah, exactly. Mario cutscene. Mario just pops up out of one of the pipes. Yeah, that's what I was wanting. Like, yeah, just see him for a second. Yeah, Hall, give us something else, brother. I got a few more things here. Uh, Valve is releasing a streaming box. Don't like it. Dubbed Steam Link. The box will extend streaming from your Steam-enabled PC or Steam box to any room in the house. The box includes three USB ports, HDMI out, and does 1080p at 60 hertz with low latency. Uh, retails at 50 bucks. All right. 50 bucks. I'm kind of surprised they didn't like try to get Netflix on this thing. I mean, they may have tried, but I'm surprised they didn't lock that down before talking about this box. Yeah. This would be like a good kind of, if if you're planning on getting a gaming PC or you're planning to do more PC gaming, like this would be a great box for you to buy and say, Oh, I'm just going to use it for Netflix for now. And then once I get my PC going, then I'll start using streaming. So yeah, yeah. What don't Sorry, you like about I didn't it, mean to, I didn't mean to jump in and say I don't like it. I was thinking because the next thing I was going to talk about was the Nvidia console that they're releasing, and hmm. so in my head I was thinking about the Nvidia one. Nvidia is releasing Nvidia? a console. Is it a Steam Nvidia? Box? No, Nvidia is they're doing a uh, Android TV console. Hmm. So kind of like Ouya. It's kind of like Ouya, but NVIDIA's doing it. It's called Shield, and I don't like it. (laughs) And it's $200. They've already released. The Shield was the handheld thing that they had. Yes, but this is another thing called just Shield. Shield box. The Shield. The Shield. The new Shield. World's first Android TV console. And so it's the... (laughs) Trust me, listen. That's why I say I don't like it. But Valve... If Valve wants to do a Steam box, Valve's going to do a Steam box. Do a Steam box streaming. Well, just because we need the Steam boxes to come out, like I feel like they haven't been coming out. Like I feel like even Alienware had to rebrand the thing that they were going to call the Steam box and release something different. So mm-hmm. I just didn't know what was going on. If, with that, if, if all newer games were developed for Linux, the Steam box probably would be out by now. I think they're kind of right. holding on to it just to, to kind of see. I've seen like a lot of popular games releasing on Linux now that like, they're porting it immediately. So yeah, it just seems like Steambox had a ramp and maybe this is just because we're close to news, but it feels like it had a ramp of popularity and a ramp and had everybody talking about it 
and then didn't do anything with that hype. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And then like died back off a little bit. And so I'm glad Valve is doing a Steam box that's streaming, but come on, get these Steam boxes out. Mm. Let's do it. We've seen like eight different versions of the controller. And so it's like, can, <laughs> can, can we play it though? Figure it out on your way. <laughs> 50 bucks though, man. I mean, that's, that's almost try it money. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'll try yeah, that. Yeah. yeah that's why, so. that's why I mentioned they should have tried to get some streaming services on board. So at least you can buy this, use it for that for now. And then, you know, sometime down the line when you have a PC you want to stream from or a Steam box mm-hmm. you want to stream from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it basically, it's kind of like the PS TV, I guess. Because with the uh, PlayStation TV, you know, you can hook that up to one of your TVs and stream your PS4 from it. So it's yep. kind of the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I still got to figure that out, man. I know I need to probably plug my PS4 in direct to the router, but I got to figure out my remote play because in my house, it's just not that great. But I've got a banging router and I've got yeah, you do. good speed. <laughs> and so I, I don't I don't know what I got to do about that to get it going better but i imagine plugging it in will will probably alleviate that issue because the problem with the ps4 is that it's on the 2.4 gigahertz range and that's right, pretty much on the, the five most gigahertz. congested range at this point so. yeah I'm, I'm really surprised it wasn't five gigahertz like my phone can pick up five gigahertz range you know <laughs> I, I don't i don't know that was an oversight i've always know. i've ethernet uh connected directly to my router on at least one of the consoles and, and you know, I have the other one just with wireless, but I haven't had a ton of problems with it. I always think sometimes just throwing in a, co- a cable helps a little bit more. I've yeah, got to get I'm, a cable jack in my office in order to plug it into the router. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for me because I've run out of power room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I've got yeah. the TV, the D the cable, box, everything the PS4, right the PS3, the Xbox one, the Wii U. And they're all need to be plugged into power for it to work. <laughs> so to add a, 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 a cable modem and a router is just two more spots I don't have. Yep. Mm. Um, so the Phantom Pain is supposed to be getting, uh, its worldwide release date released today, but I think it got spoiled yesterday. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah. And so the Phantom Pain Metal Gear Solid 5 will be coming out on September 1st on all Sony and Microsoft consoles and the PC. Hmm. So for you Metal Gear Solid folks out there, I really wanted to dive back into Metal Gear Solid, and this whole Halo thing is turning me off to wanting to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Halo's ruining any uh, I want to go back and play anything old. Right. Hey, maybe I should. Nope, not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Be like, hey, how'd that work out with Halo? Be like, awful. Be like, okay, well, should you do that then? No, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I really want to play Metal Gear Solid. I mean, yeah, Metal Gear Solid, like really hey, bad. If the intention's there, then then maybe you just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I want to play five, and I always feel like, especially with those games and how weird they are, I feel uh, like there's going to be so many winks in Metal Gear Solid five that I'll miss all of them. No desire. I'm afraid to go back to, I'm I'm afraid I'm too far gone now. Shoot, man. Tall, we always knew you were too far gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're too far gone. Um, play, Sony finally released the free games for March for PS Plus. And they seem like some good games. Uh, I ain't mad at them. I ain't mad at them either. Starting over on the PS4, we got Abe's Odyssey, New and Tasty, 
Valiant Hearts, The Great War, Ali Ali 2, Welcome to Ali World, and Counter Spy. Oh, and nice. Ali Ali and Counter Spy are both, uh, PSN games that you can get on the Vita as well. Counter Spy, you can also get on the PS3. And then also on the PS3, we have Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishments, and, uh, Papa and, Yo, uh, Pop, Papa and Yo for PS3 as well. And I think they said they're ramping up to where like, what were they saying? April, we're supposed to have like get a bunch of bunch of games. Cause that's more than they usually do already mm-hmm. in here in March. It seems like it. It seems like it's been kind of weak. Yeah. I saw something where they were like, Hey, we're ramping up and then we're going to have a lot of games in April. So we'll mm-hmm. see. But I downloaded everything I could for the PS4. Nice. Abe's Odyssey, <laughs> Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts I actually have on my iPad. So I'll probably end up playing it over there, but uh, I heard that's a really great game. Hall, what else you got, buddy? You got anything else? Uh, Mortal Kombat X. Uh, I really want to call it 10, but Mortal Kombat 10, I guess, will launch alongside a free-to-play mobile fighting game with card-battling elements. Sounds Uh-oh. like something that Uh-oh. we would be into. Yep. Sounds uh, like something you would be into yep. and then get me into and then I'd be mad at you for getting me into it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just sit there and look confused. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, I, I messed up there. They said they're going to be releasing a Crossy Road style game. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be hilarious. Uh, the thing that I like about this is playing either game will unlock content in the other. Oh, that's cool. So I, I really want to see more games kind of take advantage of this. Yeah. Especially because when you're at work, it's like, eh, I, I, you're, you're like thinking about the game. And so, you know, it's kind of a way for you to get some more get of fix. that game. Yeah, get a fix. So, yeah. That game looks good, I must say. Mm-hmm. Like, I will probably not play it. I want to see all the fatalities, though. But yeah, exactly. That, you can get on YouTube. That's and check my them all favorite. Out. Grotesque, man. They're really grotesque. They're it's really crazy. gross. That's but what's it the does, best about it them. Does look really good. Um, yeah. Mortal Kombat Nine looked pretty good too. So I wonder if they'll remaster that. <laughs> I hope not. Just keep <laughs> making games. I'm so sick of these remasters. Like you know, they announced that Final Fantasy X and X is coming to PS4. And I'm like, oh Lord, have mercy! Just okay already. Yeah, it's a PS2 game coming to <laughs> PS4. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of can't fault them because, like, if it's a good game, like, might as well. But yeah, 2 is not good. Forward. There's no way it's good. Yeah, I haven't played it, so I have no skin in that argument. Um, last thing, because we got to get to these questions so Hall can get to his job. Um, we'd be uh ridiculous not to mention that mention that Project Morpheus, the PlayStation 4 virtual reality headset is coming first half of 2016 was announced at GDC this year. Why would we and, be ridiculous not to mention that? I don't know. Just cause I feel like it was all over the place. And they'd be like, oh. y'all didn't even mention Morpheus. It's like, <laughs> I know, but we don't really care is the yeah. thing. Yeah. It's we're not I'm, into it. I'm what we should not, be talking about is the net neutrality uh, bill that was passed. Oh, Lord, yeah, yeah. I don't even thought, know what that even means, which I thought was basically it's, it's telling the, your internet service providers that you can't charge, or you can't tier your bandwidth. Like yeah, all you the can't band- treat traffic differently. Yeah, all the bandwidth has to be the same. So you know, if I'm watching Netflix, you know, on one on one house, I should be paying the same amount. If I'm watching Netflix in another house, you know, there's no tier level of of speeds or anything. Everything is all one speed, and that's great. As, so you know, wait, it, but what about like 
and <laughs> I don't need to get into this conversation because I don't really know what's going on. But like, I always think of like, when I think of that, that's great. Number one, that they're not going to tear it off. But like, what if I was like a single mom and would like the slower thing and could pay a little less? No, it has nothing to do with that. It, it has nothing to do with like what you want to pay for internet. It has to do yeah. with them picking and choosing like what goes fast for you. Right. Like, well, ooh, like people in Franklin can go people faster than people in the hood. No, it still doesn't have anything to do with that. Like it has to do with I'm Comcast and I have a on-demand streaming service. So I'm going to let it stream faster than Netflix. For instance. Right. And that actually did, oh. hap- that did happen because they were negotiating with Netflix. So they cut anything that was being streamed by Netflix. Like they basically cut the bandwidth for that. It was like I saw the chart. It was in the January of either last year or something like that. You could tell that they were in negotiations because the drop, the bandwidth drop rate just boom, plummeted. Oh, and wow. so they kind of were, they were kind of like the master controllers of the bandwidth. So it's like, hey, <laughs> you know, anything Xfinity gets full throttle, anything else gets backed up quite a bit. And now they can't do that anymore. So it's really, it, it doesn't do anything to us. It really just hurts the internet service providers. But what's good is that it's universal now. Like everybody, you know, everybody is on an even playing field, same speeds for everything. Yeah, it, it gotcha. hurts competition. It it basically says, like, if you have an ISP, like, don't protect your own interests and don't try to charge people so that their site can go faster. Right. Mm. So. That's gotcha. it. It's great. It's good. I mean, it's a positive thing for us as consumers. Uh, if you're Comcast, you're mad, but, you know, you'll, they'll get over it because yeah. they're huge. <laughs> but if you're, net, if you're Netflix, you're happy. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, they can't you're, throttle you're Netflix, us. You're dancing on the ceiling right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, That's you know, awesome. Comcast looks at how much bandwidth Netflix has and they're just like, man. Yep. We are so Seriously. hating on you guys right now. House of cards, baby. House of cards. I yes. wish I would have came up with that. Yeah. I got you. Every week we ask you guys a question. This week we asked you guys, we're a year and a half into this gin. When we talk about PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, obviously. The Wii U has been out longer than that, but I don't know why I can't think of that as next gen. Um, but, uh, and we asked, do we have our great games yet? You know, those console selling games over on the forums, start off with our girl Haley Miller said, Shadow of Mordor dying light after all the patches, AC Unity, Dead Rising 3, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whichever one. We've had some great games, but I guess it's all subjective to each person, right? Mighty Paolo, this is a little long. <clears throat> I think so, yeah. Not trying to kiss Stancil's buttocks, but <laughs> at the PS4 reveal, <laughs> Infamous Second Son was the game that made me want a PS4. When I finally got my hands on it, I was definitely, it was definitely everything I was hoping for. Games like Watch Dogs, Far Cry 4, and AC Unity, even though flawed, showed us how much bigger, better, faster, and stronger this generation can get. And games like Mordor came out of the shadows. Get it? <laughs> to surprise us with a great experience and no one was expecting or even asking for it. Bottom line, as much as the internet might make it look like not, we're living in a fantastic era for gaming. And yes, we've had great games already. Yeah. I just want to mention English is Paolo's like third language, just so you know. He <laughs> writes better than a lot of people that I know, myself included. Devin Tyus, it all depends on your definition of great. I think Destiny is great because just the type of game, because it's just the type of game I love. Shadow of Mordor is great. Second Son is great. And so are games like Shovel Knight and Transistor. There are plenty of great games in this generation already. It's just on how you find the ones that are great for you. 
Yes. Frosty Which Road. We were, which Frosty we were, Road. Yeah, we were saying that kind of thing. We were like, you know, great is subjective, uh, but at the same time, we felt like maybe we didn't have those console sellers. Uh, heading over to Twitter, if my internet would not be uh, throttled right now <laughs> to try to get over there. Uh, we obviously asked the same question. Um, we got, let's see, the cool nerd at I am Sean Vaughn. We have yet to see our first great game. Mm. Yeah, I, greatness awaits. I think, yeah, I think I greatness agree with awaits. that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they need to get rid of that, that tagline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they um, need to put a question mark at the end. That, yeah, great, greatness awaits. <laughs> greatness awaits. <laughs> uh, um, Jeremy at Jeror45, Jeror45. Shadow of Mordor and Dragon Age were really good, but I think we've yet to see a generational defining game. Uh, Attila at Not Side Strafe. No, because we switched generations before we explored the full potential of the last generation. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting uh, look at it, even though we spent seven years in there. Yeah, I was going to say uh, seven years. I think that's good. <laughs> that's a long time. But I, I, I see what they're saying because yeah, no, The Last it. of Us came so late and we were like, holy crap, we could have been doing this the whole time. Yep. You kidding me? So thank you guys for answering our question. We love it. You guys know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. You can always give us a call at 702-703-MTTG. We are giving away the Xbox One skin uh today from Flaming Toast stickers. And the winner is uh Brianna slash Gaming Riser at FreePod, F-R-I-E-P-O-D. Sweet. Hit us up. And we will send you your controller skin for the Microsoft Xbox One. And then this week, we'll be giving away the PlayStation 4 one. All you got to do is retweet and listen to the show. And you can get it. It could be yours. Let's... Oh, wait. Hall. Rate us on iTunes because, you know, we're just a reskinning of old popular podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we're the HD nice. version. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> HD. I thought you were going to say age deficient version. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get into some questions. All right, we're going to start with email. Our boy Nathan Dugas said, Hey guys. As I've just started playing Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, I'm reminded of when I first started listening to MTTG around the time episode 30 came out uh, and was playing Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate while doing so. I, I very specifically remember you guys uh, talking about FIFA 12 coming out as the last game on PS2 in <laughs> another episode where you interviewed the guy with a bunch of arcade cabinets. Yeah, uh, Of course, there was a lot more than that, but those stuck in my head. It makes me wish I had 30 new episodes to listen to again while I play Monster Hunter 4. Oh, keep man. Up, keep up the great work, guys. Nathan, thank you, man. I had to I had to just, you know, read that one out because that was just really awesome and encouraging. And, and we totally appreciate that it. That is awesome. Thank and it makes me so feel much. like we've been doing this for so long. I'm like, oh, my God, FIFA 2, last yeah. game on PS2. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, that was, felt like a long they time. They remind me of the crazy. arcade episode because that one was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Bradley Check. That was Shout six. Out. Wasn't that episode six? six? Yeah, I think six. Because that's or when four. I was on the cruise in the yeah, middle of a hurricane. You were in the middle of Hurricane yeah, Sandy. Yeah, lucky me. Yeah. Uh, 
Moving on, uh, another email from Travis, who hosts a PTFO podcast. He said, hey, guys, uh, thanks for answering my question. You did such a good job on the used games question uh, last week. I want to hit you with another. How do you feel about indie and AAA games being reviewed and scored on the same level? I find it wrong and unfair that an organization can review a game like Flower and give it north of a 90 and then put a game like Destiny or Dying Light on the same list with the score of 70 to 80. Am I alone in finding this to be misleading? You have a game that took, say, three years and $100 million to, to make, ranked or scored on the same list as one that didn't, that didn't take 10% of that. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Hmm. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I've said before, I don't follow or base a lot of my games on, on reviews and scores. I base them on what my friends think of them and, what mm-hmm. our, and especially what our community thinks of them. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and that's... You know, I, I think there is a little bit of a of subjectivity in these scores because you do have, you know, these huge millions of dollars games that come out. And then you have a, a, an indie game like Crossy Roads is making 10 million just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to yeah, to have to be on the same scoring and reviewing level as that does seem a little off to me. It the, the only reason it doesn't seem off to me is because I think that every time a reviewer uh, works with a game like that, they take the price into the factor. And that's why so many people were upset with the order because they were like, well, I'm paying $60, so I should get 40 hours of gameplay out of this. Right. Or maybe, you know, if it's a a more generalized game, like a s- smaller campaign, well, maybe they should have multiplayer. You know, there, there's complaints there because of the price point. Mm-hmm. I have seen reviews in the past where they they don't give a score. They just say, here's the buy price. So basically, like uh, for a game like Flower, I think it was was it like five or ten dollars or something. Yeah, something, something like cheap. Yeah. So I mean, if you were to review that game, you would say, well, you know, for the cost of admission, it's completely worth the fun that you get out of it. Right. Um, it's kind of like the Telltale games. You know, they're twenty dollars. They're different experiences. They're definitely not AAA games, but mm-hmm. for twenty dollars, the experience is worth it. Uh. You know, for a sixty-dollar AAA game that has multiplayer and a ten-hour campaign or something like that, right? It it feels like you're if you if it feels like the value is there, then I feel like the score is good, right? So, uh, you know, it's funny. A little bit of me says art is art in the sense of um, every you know Transformers is going to get thumbed up or thumbed down, and so is some indie movie that you know. So is District Nine, you know, and so. You know, District 9 ended up being uh, something that people really, really liked and didn't spend half the money that Transformers does. But I think you could still grade them on the same scale because they're, they're the same medium. They're still both movies. And so when I'm grading video games, regardless of how much was spent to make it, I'm grading the video game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for me, art is art, regardless of if you spent $500 million on it or if you spent a million dollars on it. And so I think that's the only reason I would I would say that they should be in the same rating category just because somebody has more. Um, I don't think the money is a handicap is what I'm trying to say. No, in fact, mm-hmm. I think if an indie game can do it with a fraction of that, they're going to be making more profit than this. Other, yeah, than, exactly. Than the triple A, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. So that actually leads to a, a Twitter question uh, from Stephen Blair. Uh, at Taipei 1993, do you think websites should stop review scores? Colin Moriarty said they're destructive and reduct- reductive, and I agree. So do you think it mm. destroys a game? Do you think reviews can destroy a game? I mean, I don't 
I don't think so because I, to me, I still don't understand how a reviewer can be so objective with a game because you either like that style of game or you don't. And what happens if you don't? Then how, how objective can you be? I think that websites need to stop. And I know that this, pro- this will never happen, but, um, and maybe we should start doing it, but, okay. uh, I think websites should stop having one guy review a game. Because what happens is a guy can be having a bad day and end up just hating yep. a game. But like IGN's a big enough place to where they could have four people review a game and come out with their collective rating for it. And yep. I think that would be closer to uh, uh I like that. What it's like a judge who scored a boxing match. What, what people I really like grab that. onto. You know what I'm saying? Because I can go mm-hmm. see a movie on a Thursday and because it's not Friday, not like it as much. You know what I'm saying? Like Friday, yeah. I'm going into the weekend and yeah, baby, let's go see this movie. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. But on Tuesday, that game, movie's not half as funny because I still have the rest of my work week ahead of me. <laughs> That's right. why the tickets are only five bucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I, I think that, I think people should review because I think that we look to websites and we look to guys like Colin and Greg and, um, all these guys that review games to, to let us know how it is. Like, you know, Hall talked about last week. Not everybody's got $60 to go drop. And so we want to make, um, we want to make good decisions with our money and especially if we're giving up $60. And so I think we live in an age where, where like research and spending your money wisely is like, is important. It's, it's extremely important. So, and, and you guys, and the reviews told me that the order was short. And so I was like, all right, well, I know Gabe just got a 3DS and I'm going to want to go out and buy some games for that. So I probably don't need to spend the full 60 on the order. Let me go get it at Redbox and beat it. And then return it and only pay $19 for it. You know what I mean? Because there right. is no multiplayer on that game. There's no reason for me, unless I'm trophy hunting, to go back and play it again. And and you decided that that game was worth $19 to you. Yeah, you exactly. I mean? But it only, it was because of the reviews and the things that people let me know about the game. Exactly. You know, and yeah. so your buy price, it still was about affects your bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It still affects your buying decision. Quote, unquote. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we should start doing. We should review games collectively and put like our, that. put all our scores together and, average amount and that should be the score of the game i like that a lot but i think it's important still Mm -hmm. good question great question uh at arctic warlocks with this arctic warlock of a winter nice nice nice. i like that uh you guys have any summer vacation plans i took mine with the fam last month (laughs) um right now you're about to get out of here yeah we're gonna uh we're going down to disney world so jealous uh, with the whole family so that'll be fun not jealous anymore have such, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun with our cousins. So, but it's always a good time. Yeah. Um, it's the happiest place yeah, on earth, man. It really is. It's, it's fun. But as far as the summer, not yet. Like we don't have anything else really planned. So we'll just, we'll play it by ear and see what happens. Paul, we're going to do some weekend getaways coming up. Nice. That's cool. What's a website where you can get some good round trips last minute? Uh, um, uh, travelzoo.com. Travels you. That's yeah. That was trying cool. to think of that too. And then we're planning on doing a Disney trip in uh, September. I think. So. Awesome. Oh, you are in September. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it in September. Se- either September or October. I'm not. Do sure September. Yet. I did. Good I did dude. Disney with Router last year. I'll do it with Hall this year. That'll be great. Yeah. Nice. And we're looking at uh, just the three of us going in October again too. But dude, you have to. You. I would start booking now. October is now one of the busier months of for Disney. Yeah. That's why you should Sept- go in September. September will be fun. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> um, September's hotter. Our summer plans are to uh, not kill the baby that we're about to have. 
So keep the baby alive. <laughs> yeah, right. That's always the goal, isn't it? That's a good goal. Yeah, good that's the goal. goal. Hey, nice. we're having a baby. We should try keeping it alive. We've been practicing yeah, on this other baby and this dog. So hopefully <laughs> we're good. That sounds perfect. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, at Sith Nightmare, uh, who is your favorite composer or what is your favorite film or game score? Oh, yeah. I like this one because this is a nice music one. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, composer, uh, one of the actual pieces that I like in classical music is by Gustav Holst. It's called The Planets, and it basically goes through – it's like a, every planet has its own kind of theme music to it. And it's really cool. I actually went and saw it at the Skirmerhorn two years ago with Lauren on oh, a nice. date night. Um, really good. Uh, I strongly recommend if you're in the mood to chill out and listen to some great classical music. Uh, as far as favorite uh, game score, it's got to be The Last of Us. I think that 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 just all of the music in that game is fantastic. Mm. Hall, Hans Zimmer, and uh, Danny Elfman. Oh gosh, oh, Danny, Danny Elfman is fantastic. What the heck with that guy? Danny Elfman is fantastic. Yep, and he sung the voice of Jack in Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, he did. Oh, and really? He did a great job. Yeah, I didn't know that, dude. You still have to see watch that movie. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh right. God! Uh, it's it's killing it's killing me that? that you have not seen that. I no. have it on DVD. I watch it every Halloween, oh, and Piper God. loves it's it. On Netflix My now, three-year-old loves it too. Yes, it is. You're okay. correct. Uh, Shinmu is still probably my favorite um, game, game score. score. And Shamu, yeah, exactly, Shamu, Shamu. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was so powerful for the time. I, I loved it, and I have no idea who who did it. But oh, arranged awesome. by. Oh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to say those names. Yep. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, Josh Stapleton at CRED81. When your kids start gaming, what would what would you play with them? My son is on an M diet. Madden, Mario, and to my disappointment, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, there you uh-huh. go. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We've, said, we've talked about this before. I think some of the Nintendo games would be fun for them to play, to start off and play. I'm, I'm starting to play... Um, Dance Central and those dancing yeah. games with Amara. Yeah, the interactive ones are awesome. Yeah. Like the Just Dances and the Those are the ones Central. we'll probably start with and then keep her moving. Yep. I can play every game with my dogs. That's right, you can. <laughs> You're like, sit there. But watch you said, Daddy but Hall, you said like when you guys have kids, like you want to start them from the ground up, right? Like, and you've got the, the resources yeah, to do we it would, anyway. We so I think that's really. Retro. I think that's really cool. I think that's a great way to, to start it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, mentioned a story about a guy who did that with his kid and his kid's like really good at games. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it just teaches good motor skills. I think. Nice. Yeah. It really does. Uh, oh, our boy Stancil hit us up. Shut said, up. Which, which excites you more and why virtual reality like Oculus or Morpheus or augmented reality like HoloLens or magic leap. Uh, to be hmm. honest, none, none of them really excite me right now. I'm not. It, I'm not in. I'm not in any frame of mind to think that way. I just. I like where I'm at gaming wise. I like the console. I love the controllers. I like that feeling. Uh, and I'm just kind of maybe I'm just old fashioned. I'm just nice and content, and uh, I just kind of like things the way they are. Augment- and I, the, oh, sorry. And, uh, sorry, I was just gonna say, and I don't think I'm ready for it because I, I haven't seen seen it really catch on in all of its glory yet. Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, augmented reality for sure. I love like the, uh, especially be- through the eyes of my my daughter. Like the PlayStation Eye, I mean the PlayStation camera on PS4 comes with this free app, and 
you let these little robots walk around your floor and she gets kicks them and stuff like that. And she loves it. And That's so cool. augmented reality <laughs> is way more exciting for me than virtual reality. I just don't like, I don't like not being able to see my surroundings for yeah, some reason. I'm with I just you. don't like that. Paul. I think I'm the same way. And honestly, I hate, I hate that they spend so much money on, on virtual reality, like R and D. Cause it's taken money from other things. Amen. Yeah, so. amen to that. Get out of here, Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Oaks at JP Oaks one. Now that you uh, all have had exposure to Xbox and PS consoles, what are your, which are more addicting, achievements or trophies? Oh, trophies. Trophies because they're tiered. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with gamer score, it's just points. Mm. So, like, certain achievements will have more points than another. With uh, Trophies, you know, it's like, oh, I can get that gold trophy, you know, or I can get that silver trophy. Like, it's ranked on how hard something is. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like and trophies. I like that. It's, it I makes like it more challenge, makes it more challenging. And they're trophies. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, who don't want a yeah. platinum trophy? Instead they're of just, nice like, shiny a bunch trophies. Of yeah, yeah, you can put them on your virtual shelf. All this time, all You're these times. You're going to need a bigger hard drive, though. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Uh, final question here from our boy Chalfy. At that Chelsea, Chelsea. Since y'all's is '90s hip hop fans, what jam can you rap right now from beginning to end? Oh gosh, a bunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. but starting. Listen, if we were gonna start it off really easy, it'd be Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. Nice. Oh, nice. I think uh, everybody knows that. In, in my sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I actually do it in my sleep sometimes. I'm like, hey, West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of songs I probably could do. Uh, I know. Salt and if Pepper, had- MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, yeah. all yeah. that. John Man, Cicada. Was, I'm just kidding. I was, John Cicada. <laughs> Sade. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, man, Seal. I'm thinking even deeper than that. Like, cause uh, I liked a lot of the 90s underground hip hop stuff, like Far Side, Gangstar, Black um, Sheep. Black Sheep. Yeah, all those. Uh, tri- man, Tribe. I could, I could recite a bunch of Tribe and Pete Rock and CL Smooth kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, old school Buster Rhymes I could do. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah you can't nice. do it anymore because it's all like, it's like, what? Wait, Mr. Rhymes, what was that middle part again? Exactly. Um, that's a good but, question, Chalfie. Yeah, that was good. I'm not going to, really yeah, good. when none of us are going to embarrass ourselves. I don't think so. we're going to rap battle at any, <laughs> at any point right now. So, Chalfie, if you were going for a rap battle, you're yeah. not going to get it at 5 30 in the morning. That needs to be an add on. We need yes. to do it in a separate yeah, podcast. That'll be exclusive. Can we do the content. 90s version of Basketball Jones. <laughs> yes, can I we? love it. Oh, oh my Space gosh. Jam soundtrack. The HD remake. Space Jam. Golly. Oh, yeah, buddy. Are they are they doing a didn't I feel like I heard somewhere that they're doing a remake of Space Jam or something. Oh, please, just leave it alone. Don't yeah, ruin it. Please. <laughs> oh my god. Everybody stop remaking everything. It was barely a good idea in the first place. <laughs> barely. Barely. <laughs> well, Michael thank you guys Jordan's for the question. thing was pretty funny, but I got to hand it to him. He was talking to air. So. Yeah, yeah that's was. true. He was talking to no one. Yep, sure was. That's crazy. Nowadays, that's not anything new. Back then, mm-hmm. that was that was still an art. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for the questions. We love answering you guys' questions and grateful that you send them in to us. Um, And then, so 
kind of going off what we were just talking about, the reviews, I actually sent this question to myself the other day to remember to ask it. Can the hype train work for bad reviews? I feel like after playing the Order 1886 and going back and looking at reviews, because I didn't look at reviews till after I played it, it seemed like a lot of people were saying the same stuff and rating it right around the same area. And I just didn't see how it was that bad. And so yep. do you think the hype train can work for bad reviews as well when it comes to these websites, these bigger websites? Do you think that they kind of are talking to each other and seeing what each other are rating and somebody doesn't? Because I know I, if I was IGN, I wouldn't want to rate the order 1886 as an 8.5 half when everybody else is saying it's a 5. Because I wonder if it'll make you look out of touch. Like, looks like uh, less credible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So can a hype train work for bad reviews? Do you think I'm not saying they're in cahoots like, Hey, let's, let's rate this one down. But do you think they can, you know, have an effect on each other even? Let oh, us yeah. know. Hashtag yeah, MTTG. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think router? Yeah. I mean, I think it could go either way. I think what ends up happening is that a bug gets put in your ear. Like when you start to read that kind of stuff, good yeah, or bad, you already have you're already either biased or you have an idea of what you think it's going to be. Um, for me, I kind of stopped after, I mean, the reviews for shadows and Mordor were good. I think they were still good, mm-hmm. but I, I, I had just was like, oh, okay, it's just a middle earth shadows and Mordor or whatever. I just kind of poo pooed it until uh, somebody from our community was saying something or like, I just like, I like just hearing what other people say, like just, Give it to me yeah. from all angles. And that's Gabe. That's why I love your idea of doing reviews with three or four or five people. The more consensus you have, I think the, the more accurate it can and it, it, the more accurate it gives you an idea of whether or not you're going to like it. And man, once I popped that game in, I was hooked on that game. You know, mm-hmm. we all pooped to we all poop pooped Bioshock Infinite that had massive marketing behind it. I think it got good reviews, but we just kind of slept on it for a while and then we all played it and loved it. And I think it could go the opposite way, too. I think some people there's to me, I feel like there's this mentality of if you're seeing these huge triple A games on during Super Bowl commercials, like you're kind of like a you want to take down the big man. And like Mm. there's this you're automatically have a bullseye on your back. And so you're going to be scrutinized a lot more because, well, they have the money to do this. So they should be able to do this right and do it perfect. And I think that there's there is that mentality. And maybe that's us being a little spoiled. Um, oh, but, we're definitely spoiled. Yeah, sure. I think we're, I definitely think there are we're more good games coming out like constantly than there ever have been. So right, we definitely yeah, are I mean, spoiled. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think when you have these big companies spending big marketing dollars, you're going to have a bullseye, good or bad, any which way you slice it. Normally, it's bad. Well, normally the expectation is it's going to suck, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody gets pleasantly surprised, and then it's a huge triumph. So you know, I think I don't know. I just think that's just kind of how gamer mentality starts so trying to break that down yeah uh, buddy. That's you know it's going to be hard to do yeah hall what do you think i think the uh professor laid it out pretty well you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> checks in the mail nice let us know what you guys think about bad reviews and the hype train that comes with reviewing even uh it's because it's funny it's the same guys that talk about the hype train that i think can fall prey to it as well yeah um let us know Hashtag answer MTTG. And of course, it'll be on the forum. Thank you guys so much for listening, for being here. Uh, 129 in the books. I can't believe it. We will talk to you guys next week. I'm going back out on the road. If I'm coming to a city near you, hit a brother up. Let's kick it. Let's go get some meat. Let's go eat meat. 
together. Let's go eat meat. And let's go eat meat together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I your boy, it. Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Timothy Hall. And we are married to the games. And we are up out this thing. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>